Hello and welcome to episode 3 of the Speak Uneasy, a horror attraction and culture podcast. So we've had the privilege of doing a few different events over the last few days, uh, so there will be a glut of episodes incoming. And one of the things that I wanted to say is we've had some fantastic feedback on some of the previous episodes already, so it's great to hear all the different voices and opinions of what it is that we're doing so far. One of the things I'd like to say that we are looking to do is to implement a few transitional sounds and things like that into future episodes. It's something we are working on, as well as updating our graphics as well. I appreciate that the uh, very quick job that I'm doing thus far isn't exactly representative of the quality of the podcast itself, so uh, I will be reaching out to some local artists to try and get some things that feel a little bit more in keeping with the, the podcast itself, rather than at the moment, because I'm trying to do everything at 100 miles an hour, turning out artwork very quickly. So thank you again all for your feedback. Today's episode we're actually going to be taking a little trip to Stourbridge, somewhere not too far away from our home turf, to experience Stourbridge Scare Maze. This is a scare maze that's still in its early years relative to the wider UK scare attraction scene. Going into this attraction I wasn't entirely sure what to expect given the fact that it is a younger attraction and we had recently done events from some of the more long-standing UK attractions. There was a slight concern for me that perhaps maybe Stourbridge, being younger, wouldn't be able to show a level of slickness or professionalism of some of the more established events. That being said, I had heard mostly good things, so we travelled down ourselves to find out exactly what Stourbridge Scare Maze was ready to offer. As always, this episode features a mixture of live and studio audio, so again I'd like to apologise for the difference in volumes or quality of the audio inside. And I'd also like to remind you that the views and opinions here expressed are that of the individual. And as always, my words and opinions aren't gossipal. If you like the sound of any part of this, or dislike the sound of any part of this, that's fine. Get out there, go and experience it yourself. At the end of the day, what I enjoy, you may not, and what I don't enjoy, you might love. So the best way to experience these things is to really get out there and try them yourselves. The point of this podcast is to generate discussion, and highlight the wonderful tractions that we have here in the UK and wider afield. With that being said, let's jump into our review of Stourbridge Scare Maze. Hello and welcome to the live section once again of the Speak Uneasy. We are here on a Saturday night in Stourbridge uh, Centre for the Stourbridge Scare Maze. One Scare Maze here this evening, so... uh, we're sort of multi-areas, really, really looking forward to seeing what Starbridge Scare Maze have done this year. I'm hearing nothing but good things, so um, I am trying to temper my expectations just a little bit, because obviously sometimes if you overhype something, that can hurt it. So I'm just trying to bring my expectations down a little bit, but again, queue already forming, good number of people waiting to go. It looks like there's a general level of hype about this event, so that's really nice to see. So uh, we will see how we get on this evening, and give you our feedback directly after our run-through.
So just as we are passing uh, through, just making a bit of time ready for our time slot, one of the things that I really want to throw out there is that this is a completely indescript building. It's just a building in the middle of Stourbridge. And for some reason, that really excites me. I really love the idea that there is just a building that for a few nights of the year suddenly becomes one of the most terrifying experiences that Stourbridge has to offer. As I mentioned there in the live audio, Starbridge Scare Maze is one longer Scare Maze experience with multiple areas under one roof. In a moment you'll hear my feedback from our run through and I desperately try and list off all the things that we ran through. As you can imagine, I somewhat fail in my ability to recall absolutely everything. So just permit me a moment to quickly read you through how Starbridge Scare Maze is pitched. Starbridge Scare Maze is like no other. You'll have to face all your fears under one roof. Can you survive the most deranged and psychopathic inmates of Starbridge State Penitentiary? Will you brave the swamp creatures of Killandai Swamp and navigate your way through Killandai Creek, where the most inbred hillbillies are waiting amongst the scarecrows? Will you dare to enter Starbridge Slaughterhouse, where our cannibalistic butchers await to feast on your flesh, or venture into the radiation-infested depths of the bunker and see what still lurks in the shadows? If you've made it this far, then see if you can survive the evil and satanic rituals of the Church of Satan before entering the junkyard where the wasted roam within the post-apocalyptic ruins. So, with no further ado, let us jump into the first part of our live review audio. Okay, so we've just come out of our first run of Starbridge Scare Maze. Now, to make sure we have a nice balanced run-through, we are going to do two run-throughs tonight. Uh, my initial thoughts, uh, again, that really unassuming building Wow. Um, they absolutely make full use of every bit of available space inside that building. From the outside, like I say, it's just any other building. Inside, it's a multi-layer, uh, multi-level attraction with various different scare themes in there, great transitions between areas, actors that are frankly working their backsides off. We got touched, grabbed, poked, prodded, separated. Um, absolutely great use of uh, actors throughout absolutely packed in there um, again great set pieces overall great sets great theming great use of sound Stalbridge my word what an absolute surprise um, we are about to jump back in and do our second run through now I'm going to try and take in a little bit more of that because uh, I've got to be honest some of my loudest screams of the entire season have come from this event and bear in mind we are at the tail end of the season um, so absolutely nothing but glowing things to say pretty much overall now, as we noted from that bit of live audio there, we did want to do two run-throughs. Again, especially when you're working with live entertainment, there are so many variables. Um, you can have a perfect maze and get a bad run-through, which makes it feel worse, or you can get a maze that isn't perhaps so strong, but the run-through was perfect, so it manages to elevate it a little bit. Um, what we had was a clearly incredibly strong maze with 90% of the run-through being very 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 strong um, we did hit a bit of a snag towards the back end of the maze in the junkyard section where a couple of the previous parties had managed to slow right down it did end up feeling a little bit conga line and again that isn't the fault of the maze or the attraction it's simply a case of again it's live entertainment and the audience have to have agency they have to choose to move through and there will always be instances where groups decide perhaps not to move through maybe due to fear sometimes it's you know due to the fact they've hit the, 
the group in front of them and you can you know get that stop start traffic feel that being said we did want to go back in and do a second run just to see how that that finale room felt without the stop start traffic and uh, as the previous audio may give away a little bit spoilers without the stop traffic just like the rest of the maze it was fantastic so here is the section of audio from our second run through um, and I'll give you a few extra thoughts after that just to close this one off okay so we've just come out of run through number two of Starbridge Scare Maze you know what I'm gonna have to admit something when I first pulled up like I said I, the building itself is kind of unassuming it's just a a big brick building in the middle of Starbridge. What I've just gone through twice are two incredible runs of one of the most interesting mazes I think I've done thus far. Uh, I came into this being like, oh, it'll be a nice night out. And surprisingly, I've got one of my top 10 mazes. This is great. It's visceral, it's fast, it's touchy without being too much so. Again, it, it is a visceral maze, like there is touching, it will feel quite scary, but every actor in there knows exactly what they're doing in terms of balance of giving you enough pressure to give you a little startle without ever making you feel like, actually, am I in legitimate danger? And that takes a real amount of skill and balance as a scare actor, so all I can do is continuously tip my hat. Um, every single section and zone in the maze feels cool of which there are plentiful um, there are bayou feeling areas where you end up in almost like treetop feeling uh, zones there are um, cult worship there is uh, my word there's so much to take in bear with me one second um, literally almost anything that you could imagine is going to be in there is in there and again with it being such a strong and varied lineup um, I can't help but want to sing its praises. All of the staff here have been fantastic. The front of house staff are incredibly polite. And that seems like maybe a weird thing to bring up for a scare maze. But actually, it makes a massive difference. We have done some other events, which I, I won't name, um, where the people working the front have been a little less polite, a little less keen to build that sense of joy or frivolity. Again, at the end of the day, everybody in that line wants to get the pants scared off them, but they want to smile while they're doing it. And I think that, honestly, Stourbridge Scare Maze, their staff know that, and everyone was welcoming and greeting me. And as soon as you walk through those doors, you're fair game. And my word, for what is, we estimate approximately 25 minutes for a run through, where there isn't a huge amount of dead zones. Now, don't get me wrong, there are moments where you can catch your breath, certainly, but they don't feel dead. They feel like they're just letting you have a breather to reset yourself for the next set of great interactions. I can't sing the praises of this maze enough. I have laughed, I've legitimately screamed, probably the loudest that I've screamed in any maze this year, or possibly ever, in that maze. What an outstanding and an astonishing effort. Stourbridge Scare Maze, please, 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 um, do not be a stranger. I am more than excited to see what you do for 2023. Um, honestly, one of the highlights of my 2022 season uh, and I cannot stress that enough. So as you can hear, again, another fantastic run through. And um, one of the things I realized I didn't cover in the audio there is that although there are multiple different zones to the maze, it never felt jarring to transition through them. I think there were a lot of thought and consideration put into how do we move you from a penitentiary to a swamp? How do we move you from a swamp to cannibals? Like, how does how does everything feed into itself? 
Um, and I think they do a very good job of never making that feel jarring. The actors inside their specific zones stay very true to their characters and every single actor manages to embody the area that they're in. This again further waylays the, the fears of zones not feeling identifiable or starting to muddle or feel jarring when you transition. Another thing I'd like to shout out with the actors is how do you guys do this? There were multiple moments where I had no idea there was an actor near me. Every deployable trick that can be done was done in that maze. Drop down sections, um, crawl spaces where you lure yourself into a false sense of security, hands from above, below, left, right, good jump outs consistently. It just felt like the actors were having a great time. They felt like they really enjoyed the environment that they were given to work in. And that showed in a lot of creative and fun scares. Again, I don't think I've ever walked into a scare maze room looking up just in case before. So I can't help but want to sing out the praises of the environments and the actors that work within them. A really great mesh between clear, concise set design and incredible, inventive, energetic actors. This maze is a beautiful maze to walk around. There's no doubt of that. The sets themselves are lovely. And as I've mentioned previously, a good maze with bad actors is still pretty. Uh, and a bad maze with good actors can be good. But what we're dealing with here is a good maze with some great actors. And that just is a recipe for pure joy. Every single room, every single stop-start section of the maze brings a new sense of fun and fear with it. Uh, I also mentioned that there weren't very many dead spots in there, which is true. Even the areas where you didn't have actors, it was A, to give you a breather, and B, managed to keep its tension. Every turning of the corner felt just that little bit more nervous as you went through. And I think that's one of the things that I really want to sing out for Stourbridge Scare Maze. The sense of pacing and use of actors was legitimately top tier. In fact, almost everything about this maze was legitimately top tier. I can't help but want to go back. I can't help but be excited about the future of Starbridge Scare Maze, because it's already working off such a strong foundation now. Again, everything from the maze to the actors, right the way back out to the front of house staff, everything feels great, which I'm going to elaborate a little bit more on now. Something else I also wanted to expand on there that I mentioned is the staff. There's a lot of things that people don't typically think of when they do reviews, and I realised that somebody asked me a question of can I get to the loo before I go I thought what an interesting question it's something I hadn't really considered but actually it makes a massive difference knowing that you can find loos nearby <laughs> you know what are the staff like what's the event like rather than just the mazes so with that I'd like to add yes there is a loo nearby it's uh, right next to a shopping centre so you can pop to the loo if you need to um, as a quick side note and also the staff the staff did a wonderful job of feeling efficient without ever feeling like they are trying to process you. Every single member of staff was more than happy to spot who looked more nervous in groups and kind of waylay their fears a little bit and remind them that yes, they are going to be scared, but it is intended to be fun and you are going to be safe. And those little touches for me are really, really important. Some of us have been doing scare mazes forever. Some of us are still relatively new to scaring. And I think just having those little moments of human before the maze 
allows people to access something that they may not have been able to access otherwise. If you've got somebody absolutely on the brink of pure panic, and we are all aware of that feeling, we all know how it is to enjoy fear. However, when it slips into that constant stream of panic, it ceases to be enjoyable. And the staff at Scourbridge did a great job of making sure that all the information that you needed was delivered to you in a way that was caring and considerate. So not only the maze must I shout out, but also the staff as well. You guys make a, a big difference and your efforts are truly appreciated. As you may have gathered from this review, I really can't say enough nice things about Starbridge Scare Maze. I went into it hearing good things, but wondering if perhaps this was a little inflated. Um, again, everybody likes to talk about how great things are. It's always nice to know you've spent your money and it was good, correct? But Starbridge for me really has been one of the absolute highlights of 2022's scare season. A completely unassuming building in the middle of a town centre, which is absolutely ram-packed with great sets, great sound, great actors, and people who have come together and made something truly quite special. There is zero doubt in my mind that 2023 will find me in Starbridge with a smile on my face, absolutely ecstatically waiting to find out what's behind those doors this time. Thank you very much to Starbridge Scare Maze. Um, for full disclosure, we have purchased our tickets. Um, so the reviews that you're hearing, especially in these early phases, are all going to have been real money spent by real people. Um, and Starbridge Scare Maze was definitely worth every single penny. So thank you very much for listening to today's episode. I hope once again you've enjoyed yourselves. If you have enjoyed it, please feel free to do all the things that help this grow. Um, tell your friends, share it around on social media, hit the follow button on whatever platform it is that you're listening to us on. And if you didn't enjoy it, or more precisely, I guess, if you sort of enjoyed it, but there were things we could improve or things you'd like to hear, feel free to email us at thespeakuneasypod at aol.com or find us on Instagram or Twitter at thespeakuneasy. Thank you again for choosing to spend some of your time listening to this podcast. We really do appreciate it. And as always, take care and stay scared.